Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Along with my co-host, I am of course William Mo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How's it going? I'm alright, man. Uh, you know, we're gonna talk sports and entertainment as usual. Uh, talk about the Rangers' big win as they knock off the Montreal Canadiens. Um, as they advance to the next round, we'll get into that. We'll uh, we'll also talk about um. You know the the Mets and how the Mets and the Yankees are going opposite directions. Um, we'll get into that, of course. Um, also, talk NBA. You know the NBA playoffs as well, and uh, you know end the show off with a little you know WWE um, WWE news as usual. And uh, you know, well, before we get into sports, uh, yeah. Um, Two, you know, icons in their respective entertainment fields, you know, passed away. Uh, you were just telling me off the air. Um, uh, Aaron Hernandez is not an icon. Not, 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 not Aaron <laughs> Hernandez. Yeah, I mean, I forget. Well, well, yeah, I wasn't talking about Aaron Hernandez. I wasn't talking about Aaron Hernandez. I was talking about Aaron Moran. You know, from Oh, okay. From Happy Days. Um, oh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, Joni, Joni from. Uh, you know, Happy Days, and, yep. of course, the short-lived Journey Love Chachi. Yep. And uh, the other person I was talking about was uh, Cuba Gooding Sr. You know, he was in a, a group called uh, Main Ingredient. Of course, he's well-known for being uh, the father of o- Omar and Cuba Gooding Jr. as well. So, you know, we lost those people, also. you know, also as well. Rest and, in peace. Um, Rest in peace, indeed. And you know, as you know, uh, Happy Days is one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. But you know, it was, you know, very tragic uh, that you know, you know, to hear Anne Moran passed away. You know, there's always been rumors that, you know, she fell on hard times. You know, late lately for the past couple of years, she even appeared on a Celebrity Fit Club maybe around a decade ago. And, you know, like a lot of child actors, you know, they fell on hard times, you know, after their, you know, career, you know, is over. So, you know, it's sad to see apparently she had some issues with her in-laws and was homeless. And um, last time I heard a few years ago, her Happy Days cast members, you know, like Henry Henry Winkler, you know, the Fonz. And I also believe uh, Ron Howard, you know, who also played her brother, Richie Cunningham, you know, try to reach out to her in the past, but, uh, you know, to no avail. So, you know, like you were telling me off the air, um, uh, the autopsy is pending, so we don't know what her cause of death is. We don't know if it's drug-related or alcohol-related, even though, you know, she has had substance, allegedly had substance abuse in the in the past. So, you know, it's sad to see her pass away like that. Yeah. 
my condolences go out to uh, her, you know, her family, friends. You know, uh, great actress, a lot of talent. Back when she was uh, uh, on Happy Days, and yeah, I mean uh, to see her, you know, fall from a, uh, you know, go have have a uh, not so uh, bright career after Happy Days. I mean, seeing her, uh, you know, having to live in a trailer park, you know, with her husband, I think, or boyfriend, and her her uh, overcoming a drinking problem and having uh, issues with her weight. So she had a lot of things that she dealt with after uh, Happy Days. And uh, she didn't age gracefully. Um, even back when she was doing jo- um, Joni with Chachi, I always thought she was she looked way older than than well, they made old, her out to be. She was older than she was older than Chachi. Well, yeah, I know that, but they like she looked way older than the the the, the show made her out to be. Like she looked like she could have been his mom, you know. <laughs> Seriously, she didn't she uh, she didn't age gracefully, but I mean, but that's not the point. But you know, it's a sad day, and yeah, I mean, for Happy Day fans, Happy Days fans, I mean. Yeah, she was yeah. a great actress on the show, and uh, again, my condolences go out to her family. Yeah, same here. You know, my condolences go out to everybody who, you know, who lost somebody. You know, recently. You know, you know, you can never replace somebody. Yep. So, you know, I, I I echo those sentiments as well. And uh, you know, also the um, yeah, it, it, you know, now that you touch on the Aaron Hernandez situation that's a crazy situation also um you know Aaron Hernandez you know reportedly you know killed himself on the same day that um you know the Patriots were at the White House uh celebrating their most recent uh Super Bowl win you know you know my condolences go out to Aaron Hernandez family you know he did a lot of horrible things but you know his family you know, they're really feeling it right now, as long with the victims of, you know, Aaron Hernandez, their families, you know, they're, they're you know, they're still dealing with, you know, the loss of their, their loved ones as as well. So my condolences go out to them as well. Yeah, you know, they, they're saying that, you know, he, uh, he was smoking synthetic marijuana before he committed suicide, and he wrote three letters, one to his uh, wife. Another to uh, his family, I guess, or friends, to a friend. And a third letter was to a potential gay lover that he had in prison. So, there, you know, it sounds like he may have been bisexual, had like a gay lover uh, in yeah, prison. Yeah, that, that's news, news to me. I never heard that rumor. But yeah, Well, they, yeah, they've been reporting it prison, since yesterday. Yeah. And that's not, you know. You know, they're also saying that you know, um, the um, for in the Olden Olden Lloyd murder case, that may have been a motive for killing Lloyd because Lloyd had some dirt on Aaron Hernandez that he was mm. by, um, and he, maybe Aaron, Hernandez probably thought Lloyd was gonna tell um, his wife that he was you know living on a down low maybe i don't know but mm. that that's one of that they think that may have been the motive but you know it's right it's not proven but right yeah but um 
Yeah, it's just a crazy story. And then, you know, reportedly he 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 had John three sixteen um, written on his forehead, which is, I mean, very eerie. I mean, committing suicide is like the exact opposite of, you know, John three sixteen. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean that's really demented. John three sixteen is basically, you know. Uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever should believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That that goes opposite of committing suicide. It should, I mean, I don't, I don't even know what to say about that. It's just, it's just bizarre by, by, by any standards. Yeah. Citing the, you know, um, he was, he was very, uh, He's very much into the Bible, even though he was a still a gangster, uh, which is weird. Yeah, well, uh, has gangsters not, could still be into the Bible and into religion, but you know that's not, that's well, that's another show. Well, yeah, the, that's another show, but yeah, the, you can't be a gangster and 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 be religious. I mean, yes, you might think you are religious, but it just goes against each other. Yeah, well, the you Bible see it all the time. Your enemies. The Bible says love your enemies. The Bible never says kill your friends. I mean, it, it's just it's just two different ideologies. But like you said, that's a whole other show to get into yeah. that one. Yeah, well, I don't get but, it, but um, yeah. But um, yeah, moving on uh, to the to the Yankees. I mean, Bronx I mean, Bombers the is explosive. I mean. You just, I mean, the Yankees, man, they're like, they're they're back to their old selves. You know, they they just, they just can't lose, man. They just, I mean, and and the Pirates fans saw firsthand. Uh, you guys, uh, the Yankees scored 11 runs. Chris Carter hit a, a pinch hit three-run home run. Aaron Judge, you know, the jury's, I, I don't think the jury's out on him anymore. I mean, this guy oh, yeah. a monster. All, we're all witnesses, man. This judge is, uh, man, he's my favorite Yankee right now. Like, I know Gary Sanchez, you know, a lot of people are buying his jerseys right now, but I'm going to get my Aaron Judge jersey right now, man. Mm-hmm. When he hits home runs, he hits them far out. And today oh, he hit his sixth home run to help the Yankees yeah, like win. Four, and Like four, 460. Yeah, and home runs like 400 plus, you know. Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean the Yankees are playing well. They're playing good defense. Pitching, the pitchers are doing well. The bullpen's great, and you have a mixture of veterans and young guys. You know, kind of reminiscent of that '96 team. You know, so it's they're they're playing real well now. They're you know, but you know, let's not get too crazy. It's still early in the exactly. season. They have a good record, but you know, um, entering the season. You know we're we're not supposed to really do much, you know it's we're still in the rebuilding process, but you know it's good to be an underdog for a change, you know it's Yankee fans don't experience ha- haven't experienced that in a long time, so it's it's a good feeling right now, absolutely I mean you know if you're a Yankee fan you you definitely uh could be really excited by the team, you know 'cause uh they they're definitely uh meshing well together. And they're continuing where they left off from last year, uh, for yeah. sure. The with these young guys, you know, Judge, um, Sanchez, and then Montgomery, you know, 
you know, on the pitching, and you know, Yankees got a lot of promise. Yeah, and we've been on this winning streak without Sanchez and Didi Gregorius, and those guys will yep. be back, you know, hopefully in, in uh, the next few weeks here. So, hopefully, those guys yeah. can help us even more. Absolutely. Uh, after you know Gregorius's injury, uh, you know, about a month ago, you are you leery about your players playing in the WBC? Uh, no, I mean I think uh, the WBC was exciting this year. This was probably like the most excited I've been about the WBC ever. Um, yeah, absolutely, and it it didn't hurt that USA finally won it too. <laughs> yeah, I I think I mean they should do it earlier. Um, you know, yeah. they should probably do it maybe maybe right after the World Series or maybe a month after that's, the World Series. You know? That's what I'm. That's how. That's what I was thinking myself too. Because you know it, it's kind of like the um, like the Pro Bowl. I mean, you know, like once the NFL, you know, I'm glad that they did it. Um, what was it? they do? They do it the week before the Super Bowl. Yeah. But um, they used to do it like a month after the Super Bowl. And once that happened, I was like, yeah. you don't care about football anymore, you know, because Super Bowl happened, you know. Right. Exactly. Just waiting for the for the the new season to begin, you know. In the fall, so yeah. yeah, it would be best if they did the WBC. You know, some sometime or maybe even, nah, it couldn't work then. Um, it could even do I was maybe. Thinking of, I was thinking yeah. about during the All Star break, but that's that's too that's too short of a time, and then you the players would want to play. So yeah, it would have to be. I guess ideally, it would have to be uh, sometime after the World Series. Yeah, but not maybe a few weeks after the World Series. Yeah, maybe two weeks. A month might a month might be too far away. Yeah, maybe you're two, right. Two weeks after two weeks after the World Series. Yeah, you know, you know, you do that, play for a few weeks, and then you know by December, you know, it's uh it's over. You know. Yeah. You have the rest of the off season. Yeah, pretty much. But uh, yeah. You know, shifting gears. Uh, you know, the Yankees are firing on all cylinders. The Mets, on the other hand, uh, their offense is really offensive. I mean, they lost what seven of their last eight games. The offense has been anemic lately. They've been losing games, as as I just mentioned. And um, you know, the the starting pitching for the most part has been has been doing well. And they've been losing a lot of games. Uh, you know extra innings or, uh, you know, the last at bat. And, uh, you know, um, today's game, um, um, Jacob deGrom, he went, uh, what, uh, six innings? He, I don't think he finished the six innings. He struck out a bunch of guys, you know, a bunch of batters. Uh, he struck out ten in five and two-thirds inning. But he walked a career-high six, uh, six um, you know, batters. And, uh, you know, unfortunately allowed three runs on eight hits. So, you know, uh, the Mets, the Mets offense is uh, really horrible. Not to mention uh, Cespedes, Duda, Flores, Darno, you know, they're all hurt. So, you know, it, it's definitely, um, it, it's definitely hurting the offense. And then, and then you add to the fact, Jose Reyes has off the field issues and he hasn't been hitting at all. 
Um, I'm trying to think. They, what else. they need to release him, man. I'm sorry. I think well, right, right rate, now Reyes is a waste on the. He, he's a waste of space on that roster right now. I think. You know, I, I I hate to agree with you, but yeah, right now he's he's really he's really slumping. I mean, he's he's been horrible the whole horrible the whole year so far. Uh, I, I would I definitely think they should uh you know bench him for sure, permanently, and you know make you know make him a pinch hitter or so you know until yeah I, I don't you know. I mean, he he doesn't look like he has it anymore. But I I definitely think they should he he should be benched for sure, or traded if if the Mets could get uh, you know some better some better out of it. I don't I I don't this guy's hitting like point ninety seven or so or maybe I'm just get maybe I give him a little bit more points than he he does have. Mm-hmm. Um yeah I mean he yeah he's literally hitting under a hundred. So I, I don't think you're gonna. I don't even think you're gonna get a player to be named later if you trade up, trade for him. Right. Wow. I mean, I, right now I think he should. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets released, but I think they're gonna give him a little more leeway, you know, due to his history with the team, you know, being one of their best players, you know, in history, and um, also David Wright being hurt, you know. Not to mention Flores, who who could have played there, you know, could have um, replaced him. But uh, you know, he's hurt also. But one guy to keep your eye out for is Ahmed Rosario. That's the Mets' uh, top uh, shortstop prospect. I mean, this guy's supposed to be the, like the next big thing, you know. So he he's coming up sometime this year. And with the way uh, you know he's struggling. It might be sooner, but then again, you know they have Cabrera, um, you know who who, who um, had a, probably the only he had the only RBI uh, single, uh, you know of the game for the Mets. So the Mets fell to the Nationals three to one. Uh, you know the Mets they've lost the first two games to the Nationals uh, these these past couple of days, uh, including today. And uh, tomorrow they're gonna try to avoid the sweep, but it's not looking good for the Mets. The offense is really bad. The bullpen is overworked, and uh, um, Terry Collins he just keeps using him in in uh, familiar situations uh, where there's no safe situations, and he's wasting him. I mean, even there's there was even I mean like these first couple of games. One of them, he even used them like two innings with 31, um, 31 pitches, and Mets was trailing. So there was no point of using him. You know mm. what I'm saying? It, yeah. it, it, it was a joke. I mean, Terry Collins got to use this bullpen more efficiently. You know, it, it's like he's just a move too late. The, the the pitcher, the the pitcher, or the you know the starting pitcher. Or the bullpen guy gives up the big run, then he takes them out after all the damage is done. Or what I hate watching a Mets game is when you you, you sense something bad's going on, the tide's about to turn, the you know the your the Mets starting pitcher or bullpen guy gives up the big home run, and then afterwards he takes them out, and, and, or 
the he gets the 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 the, the same batter get the same pitcher gets the la- gets the next person out after all the damage is done, and then it was like the move was too you know it was like it was just too late. Yeah. You know, as a you know as a manager, you know I know this is, like you were, like you were saying about the Yankees hot streak, it's early you know it's April. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. Well, the Mets, you know, I mean, for years, man, Terry Collins, man, he has to. I just think sometimes he, you know, he um he's too lo- he's too loyal at times. You know, he doesn't want to take people out, be you know, before the damage is done. When you could clearly see the person's walking people, and doesn't have any control, walking walking people with the bases loaded, or or um you know, putting people on base and then giving up the home run and then you take the person out. It's like, it's too late. Come on. I mean, I know that it's, it's early, but when you, when you, when you're in a playoff hunt and you're battling the nationals and the Marlins who are red hot, I mean, all these teams are, I mean, all these teams are, you know, or on the Knicks, uh, uh, rather on the on the on, on the on the the on the Mets, man. They, they, I mean, whether they're good or bad, they always wake up to try to play the Mets. I mean, you know, the, the, they they want to beat that. Once they see a New York team, as you know, in any sport, they want to beat you up. It don't matter if you're a championship caliber team or or or, or a dungeon dweller in the yeah. standings. You know what I mean? They, they want to whoop your behind. If they see the New York. They see the New York logo on your on your your jersey. They want to whoop your behind. So yeah, they gotta they gotta they definitely gotta wake up before you know because every game counts. I know it's I know it's still early. We're still in April, you know. But the Mets they they gotta wake up because you know if they blink, they don't they don't have to blink. They could end up in last place very very quickly because. The, this division is um, very competitive right now, so they gotta wake up. Yeah, I mean, that's the, they're uh, riddled with injuries, offensive, offense struggling. Um, you know, they, they they gotta get their acts together. You know, because uh, like you said, this is a competitive division. You got the Marlins, who you know, it seems like you know they 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 always want to beat the Mets these days. And uh, oh, yeah. the Nationals, being the big dog of that division right now, they're they're trying to ru- run away with this thing. Absolutely. 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 And they they need to they 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 basically just they just gotta they just gotta play better and stay healthy. Yeah. And we'll we'll. Uh, you know, we'll definitely keep you posted on that. But one team that's uh, unlike the Knicks, you know, this team is is bringing pride to the Garden. Of course, I'm talking about the New York Rangers. Uh, they they finally defeated the Montreal Canadiens um, about I'd say about a half hour ago. Uh, they uh, they they won the series uh, four to two. You know, in a best of seven series. And uh, they won Game Six of the Eastern Conference first round, uh, final score of three to one. Matt Zuccarello is definitely the hero of the game. He had, he scored two goals uh, for the Rangers to clinch this uh, division, this um, 
you know, this uh, first round of the playoffs. And the as a result, the Rangers are going to face either the Ottawa Senators or the Boston Bruins in round. So congratulations to the Rangers right there. Yeah, congrats. The Rangers are looking real good, um, playing fast, playing good defense. Um, I mean, they, they're going to play the winner of the uh, Ottawa – Boston series in the second round, and you know a lot of people are experts are saying that they're better than those two teams. So, you know, hopefully, uh, Rangers can uh, beat one of those t- two teams and then move on to the Eastern Conference Finals and get some revenge and play the Pittsburgh Penguins and get you know avenge their loss from last year. Absolutely, and uh, in the loss, the Canadians. Uh, Alexei Imelin, he uh, scored a scored a goal, the the lone goal for the Canadians, or the Les Habitants, as the natives who can them. And uh, but that wasn't enough, uh, as uh, Zuccarello, uh, two goals, and along with Derek Stefan's uh, goal uh, in the third period to to clinch the the series for the the Rangers, the Blue Shirts. So congratulations to the Rangers, and uh, as we mentioned, they will be facing either Ottawa Senators or the Boston Bruins in this upcoming round. So good luck to the Rangers. And, um, oh, yeah, another news about the NHL is that uh, the National uh, the, the National Predators, they swept the uh, the Chicago Blackhawks in impressive uh impressive fashion uh i think they outscored the the blackhawks um 13 to 13 to 3 the four game sweep so you know congratulations to the to the predators yeah uh it's first time that's ever happened in the nhl playoff history right yeah absolutely they they were the first uh NH, they were the first 8 seed to defeat the um the number one seed and of course us NBA fans remember in '99 our New York Knicks when they were you know a team to mess with they they upsetted um they upsetted um in '99 um th- that year on their quest um to you know go to you know the finals against the Spurs. Yeah, you've had uh, several teams do it in basketball, um, but first time that's ever happened in hockey. So I'm amazed that that's, that's the first time it happened in hockey. You would have thought it happened already a long time ago since hockey yeah. has been around for a while. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're absolutely right. So, you know, again, congratulations, uh, you know, to the – to the to the you know what you gonna call it? What was I gonna say? The um the the, the Rangers and uh, and the Predators in this instance as well. Yeah. But um, what was I gonna say? Moving on, moving along. Uh, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah. Let's let's move on to WWE. And uh of course um 
uh, Braun Strowman, he got on, you know, he got on his um, rampage yet again. You know, a week after he he uh, demolished Roman Reigns and put him in the hospital, <laughs> sent him to the hospital after he he um, toppled over an ambulance in a shocking moment. Um, you know, what was I gonna say? Um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, after he he um, you know, he he demolished Roman Reigns this this week. You know, he wanted to make another statement, so he beat up Golden Truth and uh, finished it off by putting Kalisto in a dumpster, and as a result. This Monday, uh, it was confirmed by the new GM, Kurt Angle, of Raw, that this Raw, Kalisto, will try to get his revenge against Braun Strowman in a dumpster match. Uh, I guess we all know how that, who's going to win that match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so, yeah, Strowman I mean, uh, it, it, is acting like a bully these days, man. Oh yeah, he he um he um destroyed the ring with, with Big Show, which I knew that was gonna happen. I just I sensed it, it was too. gonna happen. Yep. So it, it really it really lessened from the moment for me, you know, because I I suspected it was gonna happen. If I if it was out of nowhere, I couldn't get excited like everybody else was like. You know, it, it, this is like the third time it happened in a WWE ring. Um, I, I think all three times it involved uh, Big Show. Oh yeah. Uh, the first time, first time was uh, uh, Big Show and Brock Lesnar, which was epic. Then on I think it was Big Show versus Mark. Hen- yeah, on on SmackDown. I think it was Big Show and Mark Henry uh, a few years ago. Probably was 2012. Mhm. Um. And then, of course, this Monday night, which I knew it was going to happen, so it, it wasn't. I even told my little sister that you know I bet this is what's going to happen, and sure <laughs> enough, it did. And you know, it you know it was a it was a great moment. I mean, it would have it would have been a much better moment had I not prepared for it. But it, kudos to the referee for for selling it. You know, he flew out of the ring. Unlike yeah. the, the first time it happened with Brock Lesnar, once the ring exploded, the, the referee was still standing up. <laughs> and the referee is supposed to be the weakest person inside the ring. But, yeah, he <laughs> stood up. And after eventually Braun Strowman in this uh, Monday night, he Monday night, he, Monday night, he, um, he, I'm trying to remember what happened. Monday night, he, um, he Braun got up. You know, it, it would have been interesting how they had Braun would have pinned pinned uh, Big Show and then got got the pinfall officially, even though, yeah. you know, instead of calling it off like they always do. But it was the perfect way to end the Big Show Braun Strowman match because these guys seem to be fighting each other all the time lately. Yeah, it seems like... Roman uh, Reigns, he's fighting Braun Strowman. Yeah, Isn't I mean, it like it just was, a month ago they fought each other? I think so. I think so. And, you know, of course, they were in that battle royal, that Andre the Giant battle royal together. Where which oh, yeah. where I thought one of them was gonna win it, but that that wasn't the case. Right, right. It was Mojo Riley, and, um, mm-hmm. and Gronkowski. Uh, apparently, there's rumors he might be he might train to go to WWE. You know, train be trained by WWE. So oh great, that might happen. 
another <laughs> celebrity. Because you know that's going to happen. If he if he wrestles in a WWE match, especially on Raw, you know he's going to win whoever it is. Yeah, of course. Probably he'll fight, uh, what's his name? Um, the Arab. Um, what's his name again? Um, Mojo, um, what, what's his name? Um, Mojo Raleigh, his friend? No, no, no. Uh, who Gronkowski would fight? Um, the, the uh, Arabic guy. Arabic the guy. Which guy? The Arabic guy. Jinder Mahal? Jinder Mahal. There you go. Well, actually, he's probably Indian, but speaking of which, let's, let's go Same thing. That. He, he, <laughs> he, what you will call it, he, um, he, he, um, became the number one contender uh, of the WWE title. I mean, that, I mean, I'm all for having new people being, you know, being number one contenders and, you know, shaking it up because WWE has been really, um, horrible at that, at that point. But this came out of literally nowhere with no buildup whatsoever. Jinder mm-hmm. Mahal was part of three-man band last time he was there. And yeah. Jinder Mahal looks like he's been taking something more than Wheaties because, I mean, he was always a, a fit, a, a athletic guy, but this guy, I mean, this guy really looks jacked up, man. Oh, maybe he's been Allegedly. working out. Maybe he's working out extra. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh-huh. I mean, this guy, I mean... And apparently the rumor is why they're giving him the push is because WWE finally has some uh, territory in, in the, you know, they're trying to reach out to India. So they signed somebody recently. So this, this having Jinder Mahal being a championship caliber wrestler is, you know, good for business, best for business for them to reach out to that place. Because remember, Greg Kali isn't there no more. So he basically replaced his former storyline brother-in-law. Because remember, he used to come out with Jinder Mahal. He used to come out with the Great Khali. Yeah. But yeah, this. But as a result of this, him being the future number one contender, this basically ruins the momentum of the, um, what's his name? What's his name's match? Uh, Orton and Bray Wyatt's match, because Bray Wyatt is on is on Raw now. So whether the title's on the line or not, Orton's gonna win that win that match anyway. Unless if it's a non-title match, then maybe Bray Wyatt might finally win a meaningless matchup inside the House of Horrors. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so even if the title's on the line, we know Orton's going to win because Orton's going to feud with Jinder Mahal. And then you got the the um, the, the United States title, which Orton's have, and he moved it to SmackDown. But if, but if Jericho beats him somehow, Jericho moves to, to SmackDown, and AJ Styles is going to be a number one contender. Uh, instead of for the WWE title, he's competing for the U.S. title. I mean, these matchups seem like they're in reverse. Jinder Mahal should be competing for the United States, uh, um, the the United States title since he's anti-American. Yeah, that's true. And he hasn't won a, a singles title, whereas AJ Styles should still compete for the the WWE title. It's like the titles are in reverse. Yeah, you got a point there. You got a point. And as a reverse, uh, as, and as a result, the payback pay review is meaningless because you know basically everybody's going to hold on to the titles. So this title is meaningless. They should have just waited for this sh- SmackDown shake up through this these these feuds was over and then do it because it's now like people are fighting two different feuds at the same time and it's weird. Yeah, you got a point. You got a point there. 
but I think uh, Jinder Mahal, I think WWE finally giving a push. I think it's a good idea. Um, you know, yeah, I think has, so too, because he could be a good heel. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's true. I mean, you know, they they need they're in desperate need of of new stars and new new yeah. heels and heroes because it's the same people over and over again. Owen, uh, you know, Orton, Orton, Triple H, Atisa, Cena, same people. So it's good to see that they gave somebody new it, but they dropped the ball on Bray Wyatt big time. But let's see what they're yeah. gonna do with Jinder Mahal. Um, you got any last words? Because we're about to head out. Uh, no, just thanks for, uh, thanks for, uh, and me, uh, for inviting me to be on the show as usual. And, um, yeah, come back and check out uh, Sports and Religion every Saturdays slash Sundays at midnight. Thank you, Mac. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Sports and Religion. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.